Hello everyone, Hector the Editor here. Before we begin the episode, I did want to say that because of just the complexity of this movie, we decided to kind of not do the typical format, which if you're new, hi, previous episodes have the typical format. For, for this episode, we just did a, uh, uh, just a discussion and adding our fixes here and there just to kind of get everything. So, uh, if you're ready, uh, this intro will probably be the part that makes the most sense. So, uh, <laughs> right, enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome to Reshoot, Amateur's Guide to Gooder Film. I'm your host, Ed. And I am Ruthie. I'm Hector. And today, we're going to reshoot Timer, a film by oh. Shane Kurth and. Is that his name? David Sullivan. Uh, Shane written Karth, by Shane Kurth. Yeah, written, produced yeah. by Shane Kurth and directed. And directed and a starring role. And he made the music, I'm pretty sure. Yes, I'm pretty sure too. Which I'll start off by saying I really like the music of this movie. We don't usually talk about music. Pretty good. You I guys think. don't. Yeah, we don't. But it, it it really does the it really amplifies the feelings of what you're what is transpiring in the movie at that certain moment. It's very all of it is very uh it's like an intriguing kind of music going on, like thought, like like there's a lot of thought going on for the characters is what at least it made me feel. Like ambiance? Is that the word you're looking yeah, like for? The, the ambiance, but the, the, the thing is that like it amplifies that like cerebral kind of thing that characters. Oh, are I know through. what word. Yeah, I know the word you're thinking of. No. Big thinky. Big thinking. Oh, yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> Two words, but nailed it. Exactly it. Hey, no, there's a hyphen. There's a hyphen. Yeah, it's still two words. No, the hyphen makes it one word. Spider-Man is two words. I didn't think there was a hyphen. I thought it was Spider-Man. No, there's literally a original. No, respect the hyphen. hyphen. Yeah, no, it's every time it's a hyphen. Respect the hyphen. Purists. (laughs) I think that's actually the thing he says in the comics. Like respect the hyphen. (laughs) So. Speaking of hyphens, primer. What? That's the joke. Um, (laughs) I will try my best, do a very quick synopsis that doesn't skip over major details. I'm going to pull up my graph right here that explains what happens in this movie. And for any of you that have never seen this movie... You'll understand why I need a uh, infographic here. Can I preface before you start preface. with this preface? Thank you. What? If you have not seen this movie, this is one that I highly recommend you see before you listen to us talk about it. Yeah, no, it's super confusing yeah. having watched it. You need to, if you haven't watched it... Experience it for yourself first. Yes. It's such a trip. Pause this. I don't imagine it's going to be too long. Watch the movie. It's only an hour. Come back. Don't worry. We'll wait for you. Yeah, and it's... Starting now. Time is relative. $3 or $4. Yeah, it's $3 or $4 to rent on Prime. Get that done. 
Now, or now you've seen the movie. Good. Spoilers you will probably ever hear on this movie. So, this movie involves time travel with some very uh, specific rules, like most good time travel movies should have. So, the movie starts off with uh, these four entrepreneurs Abe, uh, Aaron, Philip, and uh, what's his name? Robert. Starts off with those four dudes with entrepreneurs. They have a business. I don't really understand. It's not important what their business is. But they're they're kind of engineers in a way, some of them at least. And Abe accidentally creates a time travel machine. And now for the rules on how this machine works. You have to turn it on at the moment in time you want to travel back to. And you, you set a 15-minute timer so that your double, when he walks out, is not in the same room when you're there, when you're trying to get in to travel. Anyways, or something like that. Anyways, so yeah, there, there's doubles sometimes involved. So you turn it on, let's say, at 8 a.m., and you wait six hours until 4 p.m. Then you go back to the box at 6 p.m., and you jump in. And then you have to spend six hours in the box to travel six hours backwards. And then you climb out of the box at 8 a.m. Now, the weird thing is, when you're walking out at 8 a.m., there is a double of you that has not gotten in the box yet. So there's two of you for six hours. And Abe figures this out. And he makes, he, he figures out that there's a time travel machine and he tests it. And then he throws his friend Aaron, who is also an engineer and very smart. He doesn't, they don't, they don't reveal this to the other two. And they're kind of sidelined for the rest of the film. And what happens is they plot a scheme to... They build two boxes and they plot a scheme to, you know, cheat the stock market with time travel. So they they turn on the box, they watch the stock market, they travel back in time, and they buy things that get buy and sell them later on. And this goes on without a hitch for a while. After that time, so like three timelines in, Aaron finds that Abe made a fail-safe box that he turned on before he showed this to Aaron. Aaron doesn't like this. So what he does is he turns off his box or he creates... It's weird. He uses the the fail-safe. Yes, he uses the fail-safe to go back to the very beginning, turns off Abe's cell's fail-safe, and when he did use the failsafe, he actually transported one of the boxes with him. So he I think he made another did... one that's collapsible. Yeah. Yeah, he Neurosegable. made another one that's collapsible, and he transported that with him. He didn't turn off the original failsafe, because if he did, he wouldn't be able to go back in time. He switched no, 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 the two no. of them. He... Oh, he switched them? I thought... Yeah. No, okay. he, sw- he didn't turn it off, or else he wouldn't be able to go back. Yeah, no, he switched okay. it so that... 
yeah. Again, so this is why it's confusing. either way, either way, either way. He either turned off the failsafe so that the time where where it would uh travel you back to would be further ahead in time, or he switched them, making think that this new mm. box is Abe's, but it's not. This is so Aaron. If if Abe ever used the, the failsafe, Aaron would have the upper hand, being able to travel back further in time. You forgot to mention the the party and the. I think he's gonna get to that. I'm gonna get to that. I'm going kind of in a weird thing. Like I'm not following exactly okay. how the movie shows this. I'm just showing what happened in the movie. Oh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Ignore me. So, it comes to a point where some, uh, I think, like Aaron's wife's dad finds one of these one of these boxes and he uses it and he like starts following Aaron and Abe around and Abe freaks out so he goes to use his failsafe but it's not his failsafe anymore when he uses this failsafe Aaron figures it out and I think he uses it too and this is where it gets really weird because now there are two errands, and one of them, like the the the, the future errand, reveals to this present errand that he's there. And this messes the timeline so that Aaron in the present time won't use the failsafe. So now there's two errands permanently in this timeline. And this is where, like, yeah, after the failsafes get involved, this is where things start being super weird. Aaron's whole plan is that at one point, very, very early on in the movie, uh, right after the failsafe, but before Abe showed the new boxes to Aaron, there was a party and some ex-boyfriend of, I think, Aaron's girlfriend or whatever. Abe's girlfriend. Abe's girlfriend. Some ex of Abe's girlfriend brings a gun. Nobody dies, but Aaron says that it could have been resolved better than how it was. And that's literally his only, the only thing he wants to do is make it better. Make the, the, the resolution better. And he recruits Abe on this job too. So what they have to do is they have to use the failsafe. And since the doubles are going to be there for a very long time and they're going to go to the party, they have to get rid of the doubles by drugging them and making them unconscious for a very long time. And since this is not the first time this happens, they record all these conversations and keep going back in time. And they have the conversations playing in a headphone and they know exactly what to say and when to say it. Usually things don't go exactly. So the conversation might change slightly, but overall it still works. And they go through their plan to stop the gun thing from being more violent and they succeed however with all this time travel shenanigans and since the failsafe was involved and they don't want their new doubles to go through this again they actually tamper with the boxes so they don't work what this causes is that there are now two abes in this permanent timeline and three errands one left the other one's leaving, and the, there's the other Aaron that's living his normal life without the boxes. Abe says he's going to stay to make sure nothing bad happens. And that's the end of the movie, where it is revealed that 
uh, Aaron number two is in some in France or some French speaking country trying to build a box the size of a building is what it seems like. And that's primer. Now again, that's what the gist of what happens in the movie, how the movie presents its view is where it gets confusing. Because that happened, because all this big confusing shit happens in like the last 20 to 30 minutes. Yes. And also, we're, we don't see like... Uh, a good Tom, chunk of We this. don't see, what's his name? Uh, Thomas Granger? Granger? The Mr. One who, Granger, yeah. Mr. Yeah, Granger, yeah. the one who... The dad? He's, act, he's uh, Abe's sister's father. No, uh, no, no Abe's, uh, Abe's, Abe's girlfriend's dad. Abe's, Abe's girlfriend's dad, that's his sister. Yeah. Whoops. Abe's <laughs> girlfriend's dad. <laughs> yeah. His girlfriend's dad's father, who we don't see him doing. They, we just see him show up. Yeah. And yeah, so this movie, and that's the thing I, I, I like, it's very small budget, understood. Uh, but it's so, and the rules, the rules for the time boxes is, there's not a lot, but it's very consistent and it works. And that's, a thing that I think a lot of time travels movies don't have where the thing isn't very consistent with how it works. And yeah, for me at least, this is a very realistic kind of thing with how time travel works because yeah, they, they don't want to mess the timeline. This, this is as if there was one timeline kind of thing. The sacred timeline. Well, <laughs> sacred timeline kind of thing. Or no, well, I guess there's multiple no, timelines sick. in this one, yeah. There's multiple timelines. It's just that once you go, once it goes by multiverse, it's implied to go by a bit of multiverse theory and like the yeah. erase, erasing, erasing theory, where once you travel, you can't go back to your original timeline. Mm -hmm. But it also, yeah. sense, there's implications that it might also be erasing the original timeline that you were, that the, well, so you, the timeline it just it changed. Be, it won't be exactly your original timeline, but it's pretty darn close because. The conversations, like, uh, if you notice, uh, this is a big, big, big spoiler, but in the very beginning of the movie, when Abe goes up to Aaron at the park, Aaron is not listening to NBA draft or anything like that. He's listening yeah. to the conversation. That first Aaron you see at the park has already time-traveled. Yeah, he's Aaron number two, according yeah. to a video I watched, trying to re-explain it to myself. Yep. And it's huge because you notice that later on. That, like, I noticed he was listening to it the first time. Out. What? Mm -hmm. I did notice he was listening to it the first time. Like, either yeah, this is yeah. just weird. Uh, my first thought was like, huh, one year is weird. Eh, yeah, yeah. It might be something, well, might not. And then, well, yeah. Abe, Abe brings up the, the headphone and asks him, what are you listening to? Like NBA or something like that? And he's like, yeah. But it's not. Yeah. And that you notice too. this later on because the same scene plays out again once once abe uses the failsafe that's when aaron figures out that oh he's used the failsafe aaron knows everything um i like how they kept getting shocked so many times that they can't what? write their hands no 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 that's actually that's not what happened wait what why did they lose at the very i had this in my likes it, yeah. it, in my likes in the explanation video it says the reason that uh, Abe and Aaron's hands are fucked up so, so that their handwriting's messed up. Remember at the beginning of the movie when they first made the time, before they made the time travel thing and they waved their hands 
over the magnet thing and they're like, yeah. oh, that feels weird. Yeah. There, that was them. Traveled more. Yeah. Just a little bit more than the rest of them. So they're out of sync with their nervous system. Oh, that's. Bananas, right? Oh, yeah. wow. They really thought. Yeah. That's why their handwriting is messed up by the end of the movie. It's extremely convoluted. And I think the best, the narration, there's a narration in this movie. And I think this one is well done. Same. Because yeah. it, is, it is played out as one of the errands calling, I think, the errand that stays in the timeline without using the time travel explain yeah. to him what's going on and i think their narration starts off great to make it understand why the other aaron isn't speaking because the movie starts off and you hear this recording and it's like this is what's going to happen you're i'm going to talk and you're not going to interrupt and you're going to listen and that's it aaron goes like there's these little narration bits throughout aaron explaining to this other aaron what's going on and i like how they they hide it at first that you're not quite sure who this person is talking he, he describes the other two as separate from himself like these two friends kind of thing and in the end of the near the end of the movie you figure out oh this is one of the errands and then he comes and that's like the closest thing to exposition is in that in that bit where you realize that he's like and this is where i come in or go out depending on your perspective yeah. yeah. And this is where I start existing. Yeah, kind of it, it's really cool. I I like that narration, especially since it's one of the it's one of the errands that isn't involved in the story anymore. This movie it, has no exposition. None at all really, and that's it's so like it took me like three watches when I first saw this movie to understand for the most part what's going on. And when I rewatched it again, once the fail-safes start getting involved, that's when I lost track of exactly what's going on. It's, it's, very, it's a very hard movie. That's for sure. Yeah. And you, I think uh... the narration helps, but I think there, there needs to be something else when the fail-safes start getting involved in the narration to kind of, I don't know, maybe more scenes of showing what's going on or... I hate to say it, but more narration to make sure the other. Well, either way, like Aaron, the, the Aaron in the call knows that the original Aaron will understand what he's saying is the thing. So it doesn't make sense to explain it more. But yeah. If there's any way to clear up, at least for me, the fail safe usage and how that fucks with the timeline, and maybe it is clear and I'm just an idiot, that'd be great. I mean, it just messes up because you're potentially with some. The more people time travel, the more likely they are to make changes that the other Aaron's and Abe's aren't aware of. That's that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. But uh, the but the butterfly effect. Yeah. Yeah, butterfly effect. Yeah, and that's that's Which why is... Aaron works, or that's why Aaron like records all these conversations to keep the changes to a minimum mm -hmm. very smart although even then uh there are some points where it feels like um i think it's when abe is talking with aaron 
the the conversation deviates just a little bit, but Aaron's yeah. still reciting the lines. Yeah, and that's yeah, it's we it's yeah, Aaron's still reciting the lines because he's not paying attention to what Abe is saying. He's just paying mm -hmm. attention to what he's listening to, and he knows when to say it because Abe said something different, and Aaron responds the same way he did at the beginning of the movie, and Aaron yeah. even doesn't pick up on it right away, and it's funny because in they're uh when they're setting up for the party they talk to this dude to invite the ex into the party uh and in the original the, the original recording aaron grabs the basketball and swooshes it and then the dude that he's inviting says something different and in the scene that we're shown where it happens aaron misses and the dude says something different but after aaron says something to invite him the conversation goes back to normal yeah and also when they're setting up to the party it seems that sometimes things don't go exactly how Aaron does so it's implied that this takes several jumps back in time to get it just right yeah so there's several times where they go back in time and they have to drug the ones that they're doubles that are gonna go to the party. Pile up. Going. Yeah. And a really cool detail that I picked up on is uh yeah, well, where the movie picks up, Aaron has already time traveled. When we never see the actual original Aaron. Aaron, yeah, I can see why Aaron and Abe would be just like weird. You mentioned this, Ruthie. You would change their names. I would also. Yeah. So uh in, in one scene in the movie, very, very small, uh, Aaron's girlfriend or wife, I think he's the one that's married, right? Aaron is the one who is married. Abe yeah. is the one who's dating Rachel. Yes. His wife is talking about like, oh, we need to get an exterminator. And Aaron's like, oh yeah, she thinks there's rats in the attic. Except that's where drugged Aaron is, in the attic. And he's yeah. in the no. attic. We got to that part, and I'm like, there's someone in the attic. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's drug Darren. It's a really cool detail. I like it. Yeah. And this movie is filled with those tiny hints that they don't explain to you also. It's just little hints around, and then if you're paying enough attention, it kind of just clicks. And also, yeah. I, I've seen this movie like five times now, and I noticed this on the, my most recent viewing. <laughs> Yeah, multiple viewings required if you yeah. want to try and understand the movie to, your, to the best of your ability. It doesn't explain everything or, to you. It's very cerebral. And I love that or, about this film. Speed run hack. You watch videos on YouTube on repeat. Although or those you, just, you have to watch five or six times. Or just read the infographic. There's this one infographic that's really nice. Someone those wrote a nine fucking essay. Yeah. Yes, at least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a minute in the video I saw. Well, nine timelines you... that are that are confirmed. That yeah. In well, in the video that I saw, uh, shout out to I'm going to shout out the person later, but uh, in if if we assume the minimum amount of timelines, there are six errands and five Bens. Abe's Bens. Abe's. I call. I renamed him Ben. In your ben. change. Okay. In my change. That makes sense. A and B. Okay, so yeah. Oh, from now on, that's clever. From now on, Abe will be Ben because that's actually pretty. Yeah, A and B. 
you know they actually did that in their names also a b a a oh holy uh, shit holy shit (laughs) (laughs) do you not realize that till you said it out loud i figured that out right now (laughs) (laughs) i was this year's old (laughs) seconds old wow these guys are geniuses (laughs) it's just one dude who wrote this a seven thousand dollar budget right yeah, seven thousand yeah. dollars in the dream is what I call it. And they did such a—they made such a good film, such a good film about time travel that makes sense. Like the time travel makes sense. You're this you're going is, through all my likes there, pal. Yeah, it's it's such a good oh. film. It's so convoluted though. They do your, they do their best to explain it. Yeah, you can tell the dude was an engineer, or like he was like a yeah. computer engineer. You can tell he was, cause like he fuck he. Yeah, he James Harris. James Harris actually went to school and graduated with an engineering degree. So yeah, it makes sense. He's like, cause I looked up some stuff about this movie, and he has a. I guess we're not doing the regular. Uh, yeah. Thing today. No, this uh, this is de- definitely a very discussion movie because of. Yeah. No, cause like happened. he had. Like, I was reading this article, and they were talking about the movie, and they mentioned, like, Einstein, like, some Einstein theories about, uh, that were thrown in this movie, but, like, just subtly. Like, they didn't say it was Einstein, but, like, if you know, if you read Einstein's work, which I don't read any at all, or barely, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And yeah, they did, uh, and the, some of their explanations of how the time machine would work... Some of it's like mumbo jumbo, but some of it is true, or like up to what we think would be true. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. You know, I did, I did. What? Sorry, I did think of a few things. I just want to go to my uh, changes. You fixes. A few my fixes. Yeah. So you know how sometimes it's hard to tell who's who, and that's the point. I thought of a subtle way to make people pay more attention. If the ties are different, depending on which, I guess I'm going to use Loki terms here. Variant it is. Let's say like the first day, the first time they time travel, they're wearing red. The second time they're wearing green. So sometimes you'll see like a red and a green because different timelines jumping around, you know, different from different timelines are. Oh yeah, just those small little changes. Just a small detail. And if you pay enough attention, you can catch on to that a little earlier and it pays off. He told me that last night because that was I, my goal of fixing, which I didn't even accomplish was like trying to coordinate which Aaron is which and which Abe is which, uh, and I got so mad. Yeah, he was like, "Do you have any ideas?" I'm like, "I thought, I thought that was just, I thought they're ties." And she just looked at me like, "Real? Why didn't I think?" Like, "Wow, yeah, like not wow, like wow, like but like, a, like big ding dong oh, yeah. energy coming from me." Holy crap! That yeah, that that would yeah, changing their ties would be actually a very good thing to keep track of them, and how they do it. Don't even mention it. Just like that's yeah, thing exactly. Don't mention it. To. Like mm-hmm. changing their ties to understand which Aaron is which. That that'd be really cool. That the certain Aaron's wear this certain tie. Mm-hmm. And then maybe in the in the like the them going through the party and trying to solve it. Uh they're always wearing different ties because the other oh, no. They're not no, because it'd be the same Abe and Aaron. Oh, oh. 
Well, well, you could show like a clip of like Aaron and Abe both wearing a blue tie in one like flash of the party, yeah. and then it, as it cuts, like because it's a a bit of a montage thing, just show yeah. them with different ties, right. like they are like perfecting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, what was the other thing? Because like they wore the same ties, I think, in one scene or two. That's kind of where I got the idea. A bunch of times. Yeah, a bunch of times. Yeah. Also, did they use rough. filters? To show that they time travel, like to show that they were in different time parts, because like I remember one time it was like a no. really orange filter. I noticed that too. I didn't know if it was just like me overthinking it or if it was just like. Well, all I know is that there's a very orange filter when Abe is on the roof of the building looking down at the park where Aaron's sitting, and I actually don't remember in the second scene of that if there's a different filter or not. There, it, there's. I know it's the filter when he's on his when he gets the second phone when uh, Aaron gets the phone call the second phone call. Mm. When they're outside. Oh, okay. That's when I first noticed the filter, and then later on it was like dark and it was blue, but it wasn't like it shouldn't have been that dark. Yeah, might, so that's why I was yeah, wondering. Yeah, they, like, they might have. That that would be a very interesting. I, I was not wasn't paying attention to the filters though. I well, I, I did notice that it was a very orange filter for a lot of the movie. Maybe it did change to blue later on once once Abe uses a failsafe. Wait, does that mean that Shane time traveled? Shane, from the, the 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 director, the writer. What if he time traveled from mm-hmm. like whenever the hell? No, I'm talking about the writer. He time traveled back mm-hmm. from like 2009 when Portal was around. Oh, orange and blue. Goddamn. Yeah, think of portals. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, well, I had to. I had to put on my tin hat, tin foil hat. Well, either way. Uh... It could just be that uh, orange and blue on the uh, opposite sides of the color wheel and they complement each other. Yeah. I like how we didn't fully get their perspectives. Like, we didn't get, like, a full perspective. We only got, like, their perspectives as best as they could. Yeah. Like, the whole Tom, uh, Mr. Granger. Did I say Granger? Granger. Granger. Yeah. He, like, we just see him and it's like, wait, what? Yeah. And it's so cool that when, when, Ranger is following them in the car. Aaron actually calls Ranger, and then the non-time travel Ranger picks up and is there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> did they kill the time traveled Ranger? Yeah, I think they did. Was that the implication? Yes. Yeah. Well, because it felt like they're waking him up, and then they smushed, smothered him. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he like went into a vegetative them. state, but then they didn't offer him like any medical aid, so. He couldn't yeah. sustain Well, he, it seemed like he was waking himself up, and then they covered him up again with the oxygen yeah. mask. No, that that was actually uh, uh, Ben attack. Mm-hmm. Or that was failsafe Ben going back in time. That was Ben Prime that he was knocking unconscious. Oh right, yeah. right. Uh, it was yeah, but they, okay. they they did chase Granger off, and he fell, and he hurt himself, and then he went to, into a vegetative state. And mm-hmm. that's what that's what uh makes Abe use his failsafe that isn't the actual failsafe. Well, it is his still his failsafe, but... This Aaron feels like... Did anyone else get, like... Was anyone else thinking of Tenet when watching this film? The more I think about it, yeah, it is super light. Yeah, it is, it is like Tenet because in Tenet you travel back in time, but you live that, that time again. And in this movie, you have to stay in the box the same amount of time you travel you want to travel back in time to and yeah if anything timer takes longer what 
if anything, primer takes longer than Tenet because Tenet, it's uh, for oh, every it's second. Time. Yeah, it's real time. But primer, you have to take even more time just to go back. So time traveling takes double the amount of time just to go forward. I think I see what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. I could draw it. It's also just kind of like... Oh, I understand. I understand. Because you have to turn it on, wait that time, and then wait in that time again. While in Tenet, you just hop in, you start traveling back already. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And let's not forget you're stuck in a... Yeah, you have to be... The wait period... Like, there's the wait period outside of the box, but then you have the wait period inside the box. And then once you're out, you have another wait period. Yeah. Also, just my claustrophobic ass would hate... Oh, the box. Yeah. What if it was the size of a building? Maybe better, but uh No but yeah the, the, the size of the boxes they're like six feet long and like They're coffin feet. sized. Yeah they're like co- they're like coffins. They're literally called coffins. Oh they are aren't they called coffins? Oh I, I no. thought they were just they're referred just, to as the box. Oh I think Okay. I thought they said coffin at one point, but I guess uh Aaron compares it to a coffin. That was it, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny. Aaron says like that, or like Aaron and Abe. One of them says that like they they then, thought they weren't claustrophobic. Yeah, but yeah. And like, also, it hurts. It hurts the time travel like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Don't I? It's so much better than Nolan's. Don't think when it comes to time travel. I I'm going on the anti-tenant train. I swear. I. Doot, doot. Everyone who's listening, I finally confirmed it. I was being, I was kind of holding back. I, the more I think about Tenet, the more I hate it. It's like Ad Astra all over again. Except with uh-huh. this, except with this movie, it's like the more I think about, it, the more I like it. Okay, I got a head scratcher for you guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why do you think the movie is called Primer? Because I got, I thought of like three different variations. I was actually of- thinking about that, and I don't know. I know Primer is, is like something to pick off an event it's like an it's like a catalyst kind of thing a primer okay that's what or, or, i know a primer a primer primes something to happen yeah and then you put the catalyst and that's what kicks off oh. but i don't know how that in uh the only way that i think that involves is that the primer is uh the time travel machine that they accidentally create that's the primer what you got, huh? I genuinely can't think of anything with this one. Okay. I, I thought it was like prime timeline and then like mm. it's going off that. I don't know. Yeah, that was kind of what I, where I was going with. The first thing I thought of is like prime, like prime number, like prime means original. Mm-hmm. So it's like primer, the original. It didn't make as much sense. Then I thought about like uh, in way back ye olden days, olden with an E at the end, uh, when you were like teaching a kid how to read, you'd give them a primer. Like when you're teaching them. So this movie is teaching us how to time travel? Yeah. But the last one, the one that I like the most, my big brain theory, what do you do when you're gonna paint something a different color? What's the first thing you do? Primer. You put primer on and then you paint over it. And they- And it's, so you won't see that first color. It's something to, Kind of erase. Considering his next movie has the word color in it, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what he was going for. <laughs> what is his next movie, actually? I've never... It's... I haven't seen it. I don't know if I want to. The director has a restraining order against his fiance, so I don't know if I want to keep... Like, I learned this after I saw the movie, but, like, I don't know if I want to keep uh, supporting... Well, do you him. know the, why there's a restraining order? 
he, uh, emotional and uh, it was abuse against his okay. fiance. I mean, it's really hard to get a restraining order. It's really hard. I know some friend who oh. I know someone who needed a restraining order. Sorry, what's, what's the name of the second movie? Upstream Color. Oh my god. I've heard of that movie and it's on my list. I didn't know it was Shane Carruth. Fun, fun fact. I went looking up a bunch of stuff about Shane Carruth and uh, he was going to have a film that was going to involve Keanu, Tom Holland, and like a bunch of other people. It never got made. Mm-hmm. It was... Uh, he ended up releasing it... He ended up releasing it uh, later. No, it was going to be Jeff Goldblum. Anne Hathaway, Keanu Reeves, Tom Holland, Daniel Radcliffe, Chloe Grace Moretz, Asa Butterfield, and Abraham Atta. I'm sorry if I'm butchering these. I actually recognize quite a few of these names. Same. And then he posted the entire script. Yeah. He he posted the entire script in uh, 2020 because on Twitter because like it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna get made. So, and now he says in 2019, he said he was going to make a one more big thing and he's going to leave the film interest industry after that. So, go back to being an engineer, I guess. I don't know. He has an I, engineering degree, he, he won't be struggling for work. Yeah, he'd probably retire after the movies. They're they do well enough and they're pretty low budget. Mm. Anyway. I, I've been trying to like, because when I was writing my fixes, I, I'd assumed we had kind of done the normal format, but maybe I can get your guys' input. Do you do you have any idea why Aaron fixated on the party and like Rachel's ex? Well, he felt responsible because he was the one who brought Rachel, who brought Rachel's ex, invited Rachel's okay, ex to the party. Sense. That makes sense because I was so confused about that because that's Ben A. Yeah, ben no, he, he mentioned girlfriend. it was mentioned like only once, and then it was shown. That he was the one who invited. Remember, he had to yeah. say to the guy, "Hey, invite your brother." Or I think it was the dude's brother, who or friend who. Uh, was, his cousin. His cousin. Thank you. So yeah, that's why he just felt bad and he wanted everything to happen. But I'm wondering why he didn't just dissuade the other Aaron to not do it. Was it he worried that it or would or like prevent the cousin from like like pop pop the guy's tires. Well, does anyone show up? Yeah, but then that might lead to a big. Maybe it's because it might lead to a bigger paradox. Because mm-hmm. if you can make slight variations and everything's fine, but if you make a big one, who knows what you change? Yeah, because in the end, effect. like in the end, like Aaron in the original timeline, he does stop the ex from like doing anything. Like nobody gets hurt, like mm-hmm. uh, Philip or whatever, and gets arrested. Zero. Oh, he, he well, in the original, yeah. He gets not Aaron. And he gets the, the he gets the uh, abusive guy arrested with well, the shotgun arrested. So in the in the original version, uh, yeah, the, Ed, you're right. In the last version, he did get the ex boyfriend arrested. We're both you guys are both right. In the Just first version, I I'm pretty sure he did not get arrested. He did not get arrested in the original, the yeah. prime version, but uh, no one got hurt and he was a hero. But in the last one, he'd finally figured out a way to. Make sure. Yeah, that's when the yeah. two find when Ben and Aaron finally just taught, like made a temporary truce mm-hmm. to stop the ex of the party. Yeah. For such a low stakes movie, it felt really like good. Uh, it was low really stakes. Good. I mean, yeah, in the grand scheme of things. In the grand scheme of things, like okay, let, I'm, again, I'm comparing this to Tenet, <laughs> which is <laughs> why do I care more about? The entire world depends on it. 
The well, entire of all time depends on it. Yeah, everything. I hate those kinds of movies. I hate them. I don't mind them, but like it's just weird because Nolan wants to go for the cheap, like they, not the cheap. He wants to go for like the big scale, but he doesn't want to go for the personal. But he doesn't give enough time for either. He doesn't really give enough time for either. He yeah. kind of tries to bit by how more he can shoot. Inception. Well, anyways, I was playing the way I was gonna fix that. Like I had a whole convoluted thing. I was gonna basically switch Ben and eight or yeah Ben and Aaron's lives so like Ben was the one married with a little girl Aaron was one dating uh Rachel and I was gonna have them yeah I was like oh put him in a duplex so it is Laura like the wife who hears the rats in the attic she's in our quotes yeah uh because you know upstairs in Aaron's attic there's Aaron but she's hearing a muffled version when she's up in her, like, I don't know, her kid's room. It, they have a daughter. Uh, she's like, oh, it's rats in the attic. And uh, Ben will go up there and it's like, oh, there's, I don't see anything. It's not their attic. It's the other attic duplex. Uh, good idea. But, like, when I was thinking of mic changes, I was also thinking, like, the but with such a small scale movie, I had to think of, like, the budget in mind. I'm pretty sure they filmed at their own house. <laughs> Yeah. Fair enough. I I wasn't thinking budget in mind. I was just kind of the low scale budget is kind of the charm of the movie too. Like I I, I get it, I but get, like I think I think for for fixing you can be flexible with the budget. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm just trying to think like if I were to fix it in the director's shoes with all his resources, and this yeah. is a small indie film. Yeah, and it's it's so funny. The like movie. there were like 15 people that made this movie. And then, like, the, the, the credits were so, so short. This yeah. is like, here's the title of the movie. Here's Shane Carruth and uh, David Sullivan. Right? That's his name? Sullivan? Yeah. 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 And then, like, the other two. And then, like, a couple other people. And then it's just a whole bunch of thanks to this place for allowing us to film there. Just a couple of those and credits are over. It was, like, 30 seconds. Very interesting. Oh, so many yeah. people made that movie. Can I say one thing that bothers me? Yeah. yeah. This is more, it's not about necessarily the this film in particular, because I've seen it in like, just storytelling in general, people have a tendency to do this and it drives me crazy. Um, things will happen off, off screen, because I've read, I've read stories where this kind of thing has happened. And this thing will be vital to plot point later. And then you're like, wait, when the hell did that happen? And the 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 narrator, whatever medium is just like, it doesn't matter. It happened. I hate it when they do that. Did you yeah. feel about and this that is happens, the Granger thing? Yeah, that happens that, a lot yeah, that, in this movie. Yeah, I, there's a very vital I, plot points that happen where the narrator, Aaron, tells it to you. However, it is yeah. shown that it is shown like later in the movie when Aaron discovers the the failsafe box. It, at least it shows but not, you. But not everything is not shown. Everything, like yeah. we never know what when Granger went into the box. We never know what happened there. We never know like how long he was there. We don't know quite a bit of things and we're just yeah. kind of expected the to The only thing we know about Granger is that he found it because, you know, Abe is dating this dude who's being weird. And then he got out of the box a little early. It's assumed that, and that's why he falls into a coma. Wow, I, I feel weird because I, I actually, I usually agree with Ruthie on this. Like, I hate when, like, certain stuff's brought up that's very important is, like, off screen and out of nowhere with no hints. But, like, 
I was kind of fine on this one because the whole point is that this time travel thing it can easily get out of slip out of their hands. Like theme wise, it fits. Yeah, but like not not even with the Granger stuff, but like with like the last twenty minutes, it, again, it kind of felt like okay, I don't need to show you that because I need to show you how smart I am. Like it's almost mm-hmm. like I need Who's you. I need to solve it and show it to you. Who's the like, narrator uh, who risks his family, his wife, and daughter for this stupid little shit that he's doing? It shows you what well, kind of person Aaron is. That's Going the back point. To that yeah, that's the thing. That I, I that's like. That's the point, though. I like that Aaron has the wife and the kid, and he's the one that goes out of like proportion with this time travel. Yeah. Thing. And then it will Abe. Yeah, and then Abe's one who wants to protect everyone. Like he wants to just yeah. make sure nothing big. You know, he's trying to be more of a. I guess caring for his like friends and family while Aaron's just trying to be a hero. Yeah, Abe cares for his friends and family, just wants to get rich. Aaron wants to use it to its fullest potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like it's a writing philosophy for me. So like, it's like a principle. I don't want to betray it. I, I get it. I get it. I'm I usually the same, you know me, I hate when some, I've called out stuff for not being hinted at before, mm-hmm. but like, I think this time it's fine just because it kind of fits the theme, which the theme and the ideas, which is like, you're yeah, going to lose track. I didn't think of it like that. I'm still sticking with my No, no, that's, that's fair. Okay. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. No, I totally get it. Also, I'm going to say something that might ruin the movie for both of you and you can take this out. Uh, Abe slash Ben looks like the long lost paul brother oh i see it yeah like chris paul and other paul logan and jake paul oh logan and jake paul oh god damn it a little (laughs) bit he looked like uh what's it he looked like a younger alternate version of uh who's that dude from he's like this actor oh yeah no don't give me shit give me a second i'm (laughs) his name's like uh, are you thinking of Hamish? No, not not a little bit of a. It looks like Woody Harrelson and what's his face. Um, I can't find the actor, so forget it. Um, but yeah, he looks like I guess a little bit like uh, Woody Harrelson and someone else who I can't remember. Also, I just want to confirm with you guys something. So when they're time time traveling, it's like a Schrodinger's cat situation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the implication. Yeah. Okay. Because they're going in and out of the different A and B, A and B, A and B, yeah. Because otherwise, there would have been one big, huge plot hole. Yeah. Like, with Ranger. Yeah. if he had opened a box when one of them was in there. Yeah, that's why they didn't pull it out at one. They didn't pull out the box at one point in case someone else was in there already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, A, B, A, B. Yeah, it's a Schrodinger thing. It was a fun film. I, that's, I honestly that's, really that's loved why, this film. Yeah, you mentioned it. Uh, that's why these people are geniuses. They thought of everything. And they don't dumb it down. They're just like, you, we're going to say how we say it. You can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Although I will say, nothing makes me not understand Primer like trying to understand Primer. Yeah, does. yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie has that kind of a effect on a lot of people. It is definitely not. Uh, it's like it's like yeah. turning your brain into a Rubik's Cube. Yeah, that's what it feels yeah. like. If, if um, you, it's that's... not a movie that you just watch to watch. It's a movie that you have to yeah. be intently like watching and you have to be constantly thinking like it's not one of the movies you just turn off your brain and watch like no. the hedgehog 
Hey, that was good shit. Yeah, but it's a turn off brain fucking movie. Which You don't want to think about the deep complexities of the relationship between Tom and Sonic. You don't want to try and figure out the the exact velocity a Sonic a, a electric hedgehog needs to travel to blow out the power station of an entire city. If you give me like a, a few minutes, I could actually. I, if you give me a few minutes, I could actually figure that out. But I'm worried I'd be on the list because I would be looking up EMP shit. Um. <laughs> anyway, I guess there's not much else to say, right? Are we all in agreement? I know we kind of. Broke the oh, uh, I think I do have one more uh, head scratcher. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, in one of the po- one of the points in the movie, uh, this is at, at an er- a point in time. It's like around two thousand four. So, cell phones are a thing, but they aren't like smartphones. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of this movie, I was thinking, like, I don't know why that could happen now. So, out of curiosity, what do you think some of the biggest changes would be if the if this movie like was presented for 2021? What what would have to be changed? Uh you have to be extra careful that people don't videotape shit. Cause you could probably get like Would they even be able to get into the hotel? Because a hotel lobby is definitely on camera. Yeah, well they 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 they're careful about make spacing out between six or so hours, so they could. I mean that was already a thing then, if people pay attention, but um, that'd be one thing. Yeah, I feel like a lot of change it a lot. Yeah, yeah. no, this definitely. You'd I have feel, to like. I feel like in the movie, Aaron travels back with his cell phone, right? He does. Yeah, yeah. On uh Thursday, I think, I think that would fuck things up because I don't think cell phones work the same as they did back then. Like, there's a way to track the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and what what would happen I, if there's two pings for the same phone? Would one just stop working randomly, or would would it, they both stop? Like, what what happens there? If I'm someone sure, calls you. I'm sure people like hack phones to be a duplicate. So I'm sure there's already um, ways of that. But I'm sure it, it. I'm sure the biggest issue is it bring more attention because we're all hyper connected now with technology. Well, like. Would they have to like, I think what they'd probably have to do is like take out the SIM card and leave it in their present. Mm -hmm. And then just have to come back, pick it back up later. But even then, uh, with current government, like with current tracking systems, that would even be kind of dangerous because your shit goes off and your like your shit goes off the grid for like six hours. Yeah. In the same location. Yeah. Like if, because they're they're the whole thing. It's like a time heist, and I, I kind of liked that because like throughout most of the movie, it's not like you don't see all this kind of fuckery with the party. Most of the movie is them uh, buying low, selling market. high. It's like quite a bit of it's just the stock market. So uh, they have if they were to do a more modern setting, they're gonna have to like make sure to not really get red flag, red flags going. This isn't your uh, mom and pop Reddit uh, GameStop swindle right here, boys. <laughs> uh, pop culture reference. Seven months late. Also, like this movie didn't give me a headache with the time travel. Every other movie does because I start thinking too hard. But with this one, it's like the right amount of thinking, and it doesn't give me a. He- it doesn't feel like I'm overthinking it, so it doesn't give me a. He- it 
I'm jealous. No, like it, it's, I got a headache. It's confusing. Sorry, it's confusing. But like, I always overthink like every flaw. But with this one, I can't think of flaw, so I just try to understand it, and it doesn't. Yeah, feel as bad. The, like I said, the time travel rules in this movie are airtight. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a flaw here or there, but generally we're not smart. <laughs> I don't think any of us are smart enough to catch it. Yeah. Um. I think I think the the biggest change for this time travel thing is that it only works you, you can only travel as far back as when the box is turned on which mm-hmm. makes sense mm-hmm. other time travel movies there's a machine and then you just get popped into the past with no machine there which yeah i don't think that's how it works Mm-mm. yeah i remember when i was a kid i read a book series uh their rules were a little bit similar, but you know, instead of like a machine, it's mad. It's fantasy. But yeah. the main rule was however old you were when you're time traveling back is how old your body is. So you can't go back. I mean, you physically can go back to like when you're a two year old, but then two year old you has to remember why you're there and like. So you can forget. Yes, because your your body regresses to the point where you were when you time traveled. So if you time traveled, like, however old you are, and nine months, you'd be an embryo. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of uh, the inverse of that, mm-hmm. which is the Kingdom Hearts time travel. Oh, no. <laughs> which is so messed up. You If you travel, let's say you travel to the future, right? As you do. You get sent to the, you can travel to the future, you send your heart to the future, you can mess around, dick around the future, but then if you die or you go back, either die and you go back or you just go back willingly, mm-hmm. you forget everything you did right before that, so it doesn't create a paradox. Hmm. Oh, no. He put no thought into this, <laughs> which is, yeah. anyway, I, that's a whole Kingdom Hearts series, but. Yeah, I yeah, saw a video I, of the Kingdom Hearts like timeline, and I'm like, oh my fuck. Yeah, no, it's it's a mess. Anyway, sorry, I just want to get into that. I just remembered when Ruthie was saying that. Yeah, I don't know why. That's like, uh, I, that's one of the two things I remember about that book series. You remember the name? Uh, I think it's like Eric Rex or something. Oh, okay. Because I think he could turn into a T-Rex or he had like T-Rex abilities. <laughs> that's kind of neat. I think. I think it's the same series. Uh, well, so are we going to write this film? Well, yeah. I'm just, I didn't have a lot of fixes. Just there, ha- I don't. I don't know of a way to make when the failsafes get involved be less convoluted. I think maybe just showing scenes, showing the scenes more, or having like I don't know, Aaron, like follow the timeline before Aaron first time travels because the movie starts with Aaron already time traveling, right? Follow that timeline and then go to go up to where Aaron finds the failsafe. I think and if you just then, show Aaron finding the failsafe, it would it, stop a lot of the confusion. Yeah, go yeah. But like follow the timeline up until that point where Aaron finds the failsafe, and then start it again. Actually, you know going. what? I'm gonna make it better and keep the mystery of the whole thing going. Don't show the failsafe. Show that maybe in the thing of the he mentioned like a receipt that had like two rooms. Yes, yes. Because it was right next to it was next to it. Just show the Abe second room. As soon as you mention the failsafe, as soon as you mention the failsafe, we, our minds should instantly reel. If we are able to keep track of everything that's going on, it should be fine. But here's the thing, like, there's a lot you already have to keep track of in this movie. I know, it's great. <laughs> yeah. 
headache inducing. So like, <laughs> I don't know. Fair enough. Another way you could do it, although this would probably make it more convoluted, you start with Aaron finding the sail fail safe, and then him going back. I don't know. Start stuff out there. Yeah, but then kind of, to it, it ruins the twist of the fail safe. I'm trying to find a way to keep the twi- the fail safe twist because I did like the fail safe twist. I know that's that's why I said just start with the prime Aaron and prime Abe, and then go up fail safe, and then when you start over, you can like skip over some stuff. Maybe. Since the movie starts off with Aaron already time traveling, Aaron already knows all the all the conversations. It's the same movie still. It's just like actually prime Aaron finally discovering. Ruthie has one. The ultimate viewing experience. Have either of you guys seen Clue on DVD? Oh my god, no. I know it's a different ending each time you watch it. Yes. So what you do is you sell a very convoluted CD or DVD in this case, because it's the video. And you can, when you go to hit play movie, you can do the first movie, which is the whole thing. Then the timeline one, then the timeline two. (laughs) (laughs) I I have a way to make it worse. Oh yeah. Procedurally procedurally generate the order of the movie. It's different for everyone, every time. I think, fuck, I think there's a game called about that. It's like sent, like 10 Sentinels or something. I haven't played it, mm-hmm. but it's like a mech game that's also like a visual novel mystery that involves time travel. And it's similar. People are saying it's also really solid time travel. I'm going to have to play it. I'm going to rate this movie like a 9. Out of 10? I think it's an 8.5 or a 9. Letter grade? So like A... B plus to A minus. I don't know. It depends on the day. B plus to A minus. I something about the movie just surprised me, and I really enjoy that it doesn't. It doesn't think le- it thinks I'm up to the challenge. Yeah, it I doesn't. Am. It 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 respects the audience. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit too much. I'm gonna give it a B. The audi- it, it did not respect me. It trashed me. I got as many headaches as there are goddamn no, 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 timelines. Like- no, no, but by, by, I mean it respects the audience. It doesn't dumb it down and hold your hand. I wish it did. I had headaches, plural. Yeah, yeah and that's why like, it, I think it respects it. it respects us a little bit too much. We didn't, I didn't like, peer pressure you to give it a higher grade, did you? Yeah. I mean, it's a good movie. It's just not my shit. Not I like yeah. watching stupid movies to make fun of them. This movie watched me to make fun of me. <laughs> You yeah, know, an, and I'm, I'm offended. It's an what you A for me. A for me. Great movie. Very convoluted. Uh, all, before we end, uh, there's this webcomic called XKCD. You should look at their uh, movie timeline comic. It involves Primer and a couple other movies. Yeah. I, I said I was going to earlier, so I, I, I'm honoring that. Um, if you are still struggling to follow the plot of the movie, one, I don't blame you. Two, I recommend you reaching, you uh, Googling this is Barry and then uh, Primer because that gives a very detailed explanation of like the plot at every timeline. I would also recommend if you're more of a visual person, uh, London City Girls animated illustration of the plot on YouTube. It makes it very easy. It's it's illustrated. Yeah. You don't have time no. for a uh, video actually just google like primer timeline uh go oh, to there's images, a little graphic and yeah it should, it's the very first one that is very, well, depending very, on your algorithm the wiki 
Wikipedia has it, I think. I think I know what you're talking about. Wikipedia has it too. Yeah, because um, there's a there's a whole bunch of like really weird timeline things or primer, but that that very first one with like the blue and yellow on it, very very good in my opinion. And there's a there's another mind. infographic for how time travel exactly works in that movie. Well, it's the one that has like several straight lines with, that are blue and yellow, and it has. Oh, so it's color coordinated. Yes. Well, it's not completely okay. color-coordinated, but it's very neat compared to other ones. Compared to the plot of the movie, got it. Yeah. Compared to other infographics that you see here, it is very neat. What are we watching next time? Join us next time for Jiu-Jitsu. Starring Nick Cage. Again, my second movie starring in a row that has Nick Cage. We're connoisseurs, okay? We should have pig, but the pig's too good. No, no, how pig would you a, fix pig? Pig is a 10 out of 10. Yeah, yeah, that's no. right. How would you fix pig? Yeah, pig. Also, if you haven't seen pig, that's a good one. Oh, has anyone seen Has anyone seen anything in, new interesting that you guys want to give a shout out to? Uh, I wanted to give a shout out to London City Girl. Thank you for unheadaching me. The Green Knight requires multiple viewings. Oh, what would you rate it? It requires multiple viewings. Okay. I, I oh I finally saw um a Swiss Army Man. Oh, Color Out of Space. And Color Out of Space. Another Cage film. Yeah, I saw Color Out of Space. Uh, Swiss Army Man, really nice and charming. I'll give it like a seven point. Of space together. We did you not see it together. Color Out of Space. You saw it without us. Oh. I'll give Swiss Army Man like a seven or seven point five, but it was like real. It was special, but like I don't know something kind of held it back. But I did like it. Um, it was good up until the end. I like the end, but that's we can, but yeah. different opinion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, Colorado Space is like fucking bananas. Like, it is insane. Yeah. God, that one was insane. Nick Cage was just like perfect. It for was not. It, it follows the short story kind of. Adjacently. It, it's adjacent. adjacent. Yeah. Yeah, it adds a few things, especially uh the creature. Yeah. Spooky. Yeah, join us next time for uh, Jiu-Jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu, starting the cage. Let's go. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.